Welcome to For Your Reconsideration, the second look at your favorite characters. I am Billy Campion. I'm here with my partner, Gary Armida. Say hi, Gary. Hi, Gary. How's it going? <laughs> right, man. <laughs> uh, this is the first of hopefully many podcasts that three people will listen to, two of them being me and you. Uh, when right. we take a look at characters from our favorite movie or plots from our favorite movie, basically readily accepted tropes from movies and TV shows that we want to challenge. Um, and so there's plenty of things I think we take for granted. You get caught up in a movie, you get caught up in, in what's happening in the character's life, especially characters that have been around for decades. And you kind of lose sight of the fact that maybe these characters aren't exactly what you thought they were. And so, Gary, tell everybody what our first um, show is going to be about or who it's going to be about. Super excited for this one. Um, this is Rocky Balboa. And it's, I think it's a perfect way for us to start. Um, you know, we never did our running on the beach scene reenactment, so this is a good way to kind of weave two worlds together. That's right. Now, you are a Rocky fanatic, and I mean, I, I am too, to an extent. I think everybody our age is, but you, you do go above and beyond uh, a lot of people's love for the, the franchise and the character. You're wearing a shirt, a I see. I was wondering if you are going to win. Yeah, yeah. That was my coincidence. I stumbled out of bed and, yeah. Well, there you go. That, that says a lot right there. <laughs> That's even in the rotation. <laughs> it is, always. <laughs> That's funny. All right, so let's do a quick recap. Let's just run through um, um, the how many. I mean, I know we pretend five doesn't happen, but five, you know, it really did happen. So we have one through five. Yep. And then what's the one after that? Then you have Balboa. Okay. Um, which counts in a big way. Yes. Um, and then you have the two Creed franchises. Okay. So we're looking at eight movies, basically, yeah. where Rocky is, well, I guess he's the main character in six of them, and he's an important character in the two others. But obviously, yep. it's all part of one franchise. Um, and so uh, the obvious background that everybody knows is that Rocky is this really undistinguished fighter, uh, actually pretty bad fighter, uh, fighting in back rooms and basements, getting his ass kicked. Uh, did they ever give his record? Do we know what his record is? Do you know what that his, is? They do give the record in Balboa. Um, okay. It was like... 52 and 12 or so. No, like 20. He had like 20 losses and a couple of uh, um, draws. Okay. So I'll find the exact one while we're kind of chatting about it. Okay. And so um, Apollo Creed is the heavyweight champion in Rocky One, and they're looking for, I think somebody backs out of a fight or gets injured. Yep. And they're looking for a Breaks replacement. Breaks his hand. Breaks his hand. Which is, a, I tell you, uh, we'll get into this. And as much as I love the Rocky movies and I enjoy it, Sylvester Stallone might be the worst writer and producer and oh, director that's gonna, that's gonna in hurt. the history of, of filmdom. And it, again, we all enjoy the film. We all enjoy the series and the franchise and the character. But just in watching clips to prepare for this and just clips, I saw the same shit five different times from five different movies. If he yeah. uses the, the flashback and the uh, during he's on the, on the mat trying to get up again kind of thing where like mm -hmm. they're flashing in his mind, it, he used it in like six different movies. Yep. So uh, Rocky's record heading into the fight with Apollo was 44 and 20. Wow. Okay. And then um, his record at the end of it all was 57 and 24. All right. So he lost four matches, they're telling us? And I think that's off. I already questioned that. So he lost to Apollo. Yep. He lost to Clubber Lang. Yep. He lost to Mason Dixon. But that was an exhibition. That might not have even counted. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know. I would go. I'm going to rewatch the. I should have uh, just took a little screenshot of that movie. Um, 
I'll see if I can even find it while we're talking. So, oh, right, they put it up in the um, in the exhibition when they introduced them. Is that where you got it from? Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. So he was an undistinguished fighter. He was a nobody. They found him in a book, right? And they then they found yep. the whole idea of the Italian stallion, the Italian guy versus the black guy, and that became like their drawing card um, to just kind of have a fight that people will care about uh, after the number one contender got injured. Yep. And um, nobody wants this guy to fight. Nobody cares. Mickey won't give him the time of day at the gym. That's a big um, point. That's right. I mean, yeah, we're going to hit on, Mickey hard. He got put on Skid Row in, in favor of mm-hmm. Dipper. Dipper needed a locker. <laughs> Different ground. <laughs> Different. It's a contender. Uh, and and Mickey, who you know is I guess our boxing expert throughout the first three films, had, mm. thinks he has absolutely no chance to do anything, which I think is an important piece here. Because what we want to look at here more than anything is is Rocky Balboa a good fighter? Here's a guy with a 54 and 20 or so record. Here's a guy who's heavyweight champion. Here's a guy who they based his franchise around. Um, and but I, I don't think it's a given or a foregone conclusion that he's actually a good boxer. He's a good story. He's he's an interesting character, but is he a good boxer? And that's what we want to analyze today more than anything. And that's what I love about the question and the definitive answer on the the record: fifty-seven wins, twenty-three losses, fifty-four KOs. Oh my god, fifty-four! Oh wow, fifty-four K. He didn't KO Apollo. Nope. He never KO'd Apollo. Um, he did KO Clubber. Yep. And Drago in the movies. And he KO'd Tommy Gunn, but that doesn't count. That was that a street count. fight. Oh, my God. I and watched that fight he... scene. I haven't seen that movie since, I think, 91, and there's a reason for it. Yeah. Oh, awful. So it hurts every l- time. Let's, I think we're on the same page here. We haven't discussed our of uh, total belief in this, our answer to the question, but I have a feeling we're on the same page here. So let's just start with this. Let's talk about why Rocky is a good boxer. If Rocky Balboa was a heavyweight champion, let's let's give his bona fides. Well, why is he a good boxer? Give me give me the biggest thing that you can say about Rocky Balboa being a great boxer. He hits hard, mm-hmm. obviously by his knockout mm-hmm. record, mm-hmm. and he can take a punch. You know, and, and he yep. was someone who would keep getting up or keep moving forward, as the movie says. You know? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Stallone. I, but I think that's that's where it ends, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a couple of things I'm sure we'll get into about some strategy stuff, but he doesn't mm-hmm. become a good fighter until he breaks away from Mickey. Oh, that's very interesting. All right, wait, hold that, hold that. Yeah. So I think one thing we have to add, though, is that this guy, and we'll talk about the quality of this and what this means, but two-time champion. Yep. He had 10 title defenses in his first run. Um, I don't know if we know exactly how many he had in the second run. I don't even right? think he had I mean, I don't, I think after he, he beat Clubber, I think he, he was assuming he held the title for a while longer. A little bit, right? Like, But then he was like thinking retirement, and he yeah. trained Apollo. Um, yep. And then it was Drago. He gives up the title for Drago. Yep. That's right. Oh, that's right. So I guess the question is how many fights did he have between – three and four, and I guess we'll, I don't know if they even have that, no. but as a, as a two-time champion, 10-time defense at least, um, somebody who probably even in the, in the movie world is a cultural phenomenon, right? People who yeah. lived in Philadelphia and around the country um, became a very big deal. So I think there, there's a case to be made that in ring, he had amazing success um, due in part to his, his strategy and his jaw, and also just his run is, is hard to dispute. I mean, I know it's a different time in boxing now, and not that I'm a out or anything, but you don't see guys carrying a title that long anymore. 
Um, you know, and, and aside from Mike Tyson, I don't know how many heavyweights did. By the way, can we ask this question? How in the world is Rocky Balboa a heavyweight? I mean, he's about four foot two and 125 pounds. There's no way he's fighting in a heavyweight weight class. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's his official weight was 202 pounds. Oh, and, Jesus. You know, in most of his fights, so you know, he <laughs> he trimmed down to, uh, and this is this is why we're doing this one first. Um, when he fought Clubber the second time, 191. Oh my God, that's ridiculous. All right, so uh, there's a lot to be said for Rocky being a great fighter, um, in, in again in, in the real movie world. But uh, there's a lot to be said that maybe this guy is really <clears throat> uh, uh, average at best. Um, that record, 54 wins, and I guess he probably had about 40. We said right before he fought Apollo. Yep. Um, that's a lot of fights. Yep. Uh, but he got him nowhere. So whatever, whoever was fighting. Was a Spider Rico was the one we saw in, in that, number one. That was the opening fight, Spider Rico. Yeah. And and he um it was a terrible fight until Rocky catches him with a punch and pounds him on the ground kind of thing. Okay. I mean that's the kind of fights he was doing, back rooms right. versus Spider Rico. And so that that'll get you forty wins. Um, I guess, even though we had twelve losses. Twenty um, losses. Twenty losses. Twenty. Twenty, sorry. <laughs> that's a big difference. <laughs> um in, in the first fight. How did he do so well against Apollo? Was it mostly the surprise factor? It was the surprise factor. Duke, who's going to be really important. Um, you know, Duke makes a big deal about him being a southpaw, which that was like played up really early in the first mm -hmm. movie. You know, Rocky's a southpaw. No one wants to fight. Mm -hmm. Even on the first date with Adrian, he's talking about southpaw and given the, mm -hmm. the background. Um, you know, so I think it was that. Apollo didn't really train. Um, it was more about promotion. He thought he'd walk through him in three, you know, three. And Rocky caught him with a punch in the first round, knocked him, knocked him down for the first time in Creed's career. So I think it was more of like a snowball kind of effect in that one. And then as, and then you see as soon as Creed starts to actually fight, he just whips Rocky's ass for yeah. you know, 15, 14 rounds. But like we said, he could take a punch. Yeah, I mean, that's something that uh, Mickey said to him in three. Um, and that's an important scene, I think, in describing Rocky's pedigree as a fighter. It's like, you know, what Creed did to you should have killed you. Yep. And and I think that kind of adds credence to your point um, uh, of what kind of a fighter he really was. I mean, he he just was able to take a, a, a tremendous beating more than anything else. And then and that first scene in Rocky too as well, you can see how he looks like. It's ridiculous. Yep. Well, uh, now let's talk about the second fight with Creed then. So I assume we're we're probably, you know, six months to a year later. Yep. Um, what, uh, what, what do you remember from that fight telling you, uh, about Rocky's prowess? Well, I, this is the one time Mickey gave a decent strategy, taught him how to fight right-handed. <laughs> and then in the 15th round, he's like, you got to switch kid. It's time, you know? And then Rocky suddenly goes Southpaw and knocks him out. But that fight was all other than that strategy. Mickey didn't really prepare him for either fight. Um, well, he chased chickens. That's not preparing him. Nah, I mean, I like the scene and all, but, you know. Come on. I mean, it's ridiculous. I, think, I think me and you could, like, find a chicken, you know, and like, catch it, I guess. I don't know. No I mean, try. eventually. Right. That, but, I, I, yeah. I, I, you know, the whole, you know, take a beating and then we're going to switch at the end kind of thing. You know, even, mm. in, even in that second fight after, you know, Mickey's like, get through this first round. He's going to come at your heart. Like, it, it was just these – you know, you're going to take a beating, take a beating, kid, and and go from there. So. Maybe we should do a podcast about how good of a trainer Mickey was. 
What, I, I, what Rocky seemed to have chosen him just because he was in the neighborhood. Like he was the guy in the neighborhood. I don't think he had any pedigree. Mickey, I mean, did he? No, he had a gem. Uh, Mickey right. fought. He, he, that whole first scene in Rocky 1 where Mickey comes and begs him to be the trainer after putting him on Skid Row. As soon as Rocky lands this title, Mickey shows up at the door. And, you know, he talks about when he fought, a guy put, like, nails in his glove and punched him in the face. Like, so he's been through the wars, evidently. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if that necessarily makes you a good fighter. It's like a baseball manager, right? Like, you could be this great player, but a terrible manager. And I don't know. I, I'm down on Mickey. The more I prepared for this episode, the more I was like, wow, it's really Mickey's fault in a lot of ways. <laughs> It's terrific. You know, if you, if you look at it, you know, th his whole strategy, you know, take it. And then the Clubber Lang fight, the first one, you know, their whole thing is this guy's never been through 15 rounds before. You know, you're going to take another mm -hmm. beating. And then we don't, then we actually see strategy in fighting once Duke and Apollo actually mm -hmm. come into it. Well, I, I will give Mickey this, and I'm going to keep referring back to the scene because, again, it's really important. The mm -hmm. scene in Rocky Two when he's packing his bags, yep. he tells him, and, of course, this is another theme that runs throughout Rocky's three, four, five, and whatever. He tells him straight out, you can't win this match. Yep. So while he might have not given him the right strategy to beat Apollo, and, and I'll tell you, beating Apollo, and I'll get to this in a second, might not have been the amazing feat we think it was. Uh, he certainly protected him to keep this title run. And so if he does retire and stop fighting before Clubber Lang, he goes out as one of the greats of all time, probably, or possibly. Uh, and why? Because Mickey protected him by giving him tomato cans for the last 10 years. Tomato cans. Or 10 fights. Big yank ball. That was my favorite one in, in that whole <laughs> montage. Big yank ball. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he said it himself, you got a cast iron jaw, and that's, the, that's pretty much that belief led his strategy in every right. fight for Rocky. Uh, and he just gave him guys that he could beat. And when he saw he was getting soft, and when he saw that there was the next guy coming up was a guy who wasn't gonna, you know, let him fucking skate through. He's right. like, it's time to cut bait, kid. And just like he always did, he convinced people he was gonna be ready, and, and he clearly wasn't. No, at all. But uh, but you're putting a lot of this. I see. I, I think Mickey is responsible after the Creed fight for for keeping him where he was, but you think he would have had a lot more success for his Creed if he didn't have Mickey as his manager. I think because he showed the aptitude to actually learn how to fight. I mean, he completely mm -hmm. changed his style for the second clubber fight. And then even the Drago fight, he reverts a little bit back to taking the beating, but he trains hardcore for it and does avoid even more punches. You know, the whole training sequence, him going side to side and all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff, um, you know, becomes pretty big you know i think once he gets and it's really duke i don't even give apollo the credit it's it's duke mm. who like trains him even for that last fight against mason dixon um you know duke comes up with a strategy which is one of the best scenes in any rocky movie when he's like you you got arthritis so you can't do this you got this so heavy running's out and you know like he's just going through the list of everything he can't do anymore <laughs> you know so but anyway i just well, spiraled this that's all right. No, listen, Duke is one of my favorite characters. There's no reason not to talk Duke as much as we can. The um the first, I'm sorry, the second clubber fight though, um, and, and most of these training montages and all these movies, they don't correlate whatsoever to what happens in the fight. But um in, in that he he does get speed with uh with Apollo and Duke. But I mean, with with the exception of a couple of ducks and dodges, 
it's still getting my ass kicked and tiring him out. I mean, he just wants to get him tired. That that's that's the strategy, right? That he sets up for the second Clubber fight. Yeah, but to make him miss um, a lot, like make Clubber kind of like Rocky plays defense for the first time in any of those fights. Where in the first mm-hmm. few fights, you know, he's getting pounded. Where you know, at the end of the Clubber fight, which was only three rounds, um, you know, he's got a little cut, but not, you know, the eyes aren't bulging out like they were in every yeah. other fight and everything like that. So he, he definitely learned more of like, you know, not to get hit so much. Yeah. Which is where I, I would almost argue that three might've been his best fight. Like strategy, wise. not, this. not the best fight for us, the viewer watching. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the best fight where he had a plan and executed it and didn't get his ass beat in the process you know he took some shots he he went down a couple mm-hmm. of times in in round two um but you know round three and it was the, one of the worst acted fights ever i mean oh, we can go oh. you know mr t how bad he was and you know rocky yep. with the whole ain't so bad my mother hits hard yes. and that you know yes. you're kind of just like ah so. to, to me that's and I don't want to nitpick on this word strategy, but to me that that was a strategy, right? It was to to talk into the camera, say stupid things, and occasionally he cover up. Occasionally, he put their hands up and get punched in the side of the head. And it, I don't know. I'm having a hard time with this. I'm thinking the Drago fight might have been better for him as a boxer. I feel like okay. he was able to fight a, a more disciplined fighter, mm-hmm. a better fighter, because Clubber was an animal. Yeah, but I don't know if you call him. You know, you wouldn't associate him with the sweet science, as they say. No, exactly. Um, but but Drago was a real boxer. He was on steroids, apparently. Yeah, uh, he's having sex with Brigitte Nielsen. Uh, all these things that make Drago, I think, um, a far superior boxer. Uh, and yeah, there was a little less strategy, but it did require a little bit more boxing acumen to win that match. Right. Uh, just this, let's get him tired thing. It's it's a weird strategy, and you know, it was just funny as as you're watching the scene. Um, you're kind of like, what the what the fuck is going on here? And then the announcer figures it out and tells the entire uh, viewing audience, "Oh, I see what he's doing." And I was like, "Oh, all right, thank you, Jim Lampley." That's right. Uh, it's just, and that's that's more of a Stallone problem than a Rocky problem. Yeah, that's a the writing, worst. That's a writing issue, more than anything else. We're gonna have oh to do God. a whole thing on Stallone as a a writer too, because I mean, there's an argument to be made, but I won't get off topic. Um, <laughs> I see the Drago point. I, you know, there was a lot of strategy, but again, who was the trainer in that one? Duke. Mm-hmm. You know, that's right. And that's right. They designed that whole old school training in, you know, Russia and the mountains in mm-hmm. the cold, dragging things and, you know, re- really prepping him for that. And even in like, without the, you see him with the rope and everything, still doing the whole ducking some punches. And he did duck yep. punches and drag, like, you know, he took a beating. It gave mm-hmm. him like that brain disease that lasted one movie and then went away <laughs> later on. Um, well, listen, wait a minute. Let's be fair. In in Creed, in both movies, he's not the most. I mean, he's he's less sharp even for uh for Rocky. It's possible it just took on a whole different manifestation in his life because he was a he was a dope in Creed in both movies. They really played that part up. But he was a good trainer. He was he yes. did all of. <laughs> Mickey gets all That's the right. credit. <laughs> I mean, if you look at it, Rocky's trained two heavyweight champions. Tommy Gunn did win a mm-hmm. title, and then that's right. Yeah. That is uh, that's a very Adonis good point. Donis Creed. That's I still haven't seen a second Creed yet. It's it's uh, Stallone wrote it. So what made Creed oh. the first Creed so good is he didn't mm-hmm. write it. 
and it was like a fresh right. take and everything. The second <laughs> one was kind of like an homage to Rocky Four. Okay. Yeah. And I can live with that if it was done well. It's and it done just... al- if you're a Rocky fan, you like it, but it's not your favorite one. All right, let's. I think it's time we did this. Let's do a quick tangent. I need to know, especially from you, and I'll chime in, but I take your word over this more than mine. I need you to rank for me your favorite Rocky movies in order of one through eight. Yeah, Creed included. We're talking the six and Creed. I need the best order you can give me. All right. I my favorite, and I know I will take a lot of heat for it, is Balboa. I just like I just like the whole one last fight thing. Yeah, put the stuff out of the basement. I thought the fight was really well done. They did it like an HBO fight. I thought it was really, mm-hmm. really well done. Um, I agree with that. I, now, th- remind me, didn't uh, Mason Dixon break his hand or something in the middle of the yeah. fight or hurt his hand? And I like that realism too, because there's no way in hell that you know a 60 yeah. year old should be beating the best guy in the world, and he ultimately yeah. doesn't. But that right. broken hand thing was something that could happen realistically. So I thought that was really well done. Yep. Um, so I, I put that as my number one. I put. Let me give you. Let me give one more thing on Balboa, because this movie uh, I like this movie a lot. Very. I wouldn't put it one, but. And this is a nitpick, but this is my biggest problem with the movie. That last second of the movie, okay, as he walks out of the ring before they announce the winner, which is great. He's like, yeah. I don't care. It shows he doesn't care. To me, what would have been better than an extra ten seconds of him waving to the crowd? would have been if they cut the movie off before they read the third judge's scoring. I would have loved that movie ending with us not knowing if Rocky won or lost. And that, I think, would have really re, uh, reinforced this idea of it doesn't matter. I did it. So I like that. no one's going to know. Oh, I like that a lot. I mean, that's the best alternative ending I've ever heard. Um, yeah, I mean, fuck it, yeah. right? You know, they, they, they filmed both two endings for that. I didn't know that, one really. With, one with him winning and one with, with the, the loss. Oh shit! Yeah. Well, they made the of, of the three options, right? If you give me my alternative ending, that's one for me. Yeah. Two totally. would have been him losing. That's fine, yeah. and for him winning would have been ridiculous. Broken yeah. hand or not. And I like the whole. It was the same judges' scores as the first Creed fight, and you know, it was good. So I didn't catch that. Yeah. You see, this is this is why you have to be the main guy in this. I didn't even catch that. That's very <laughs> just good. for this one. I'm sure when we get Godfather, it'll be all. <laughs> we'll switch. Right? All right. What's your second favorite? Uh, Rocky II. Uh, I'd like, as a movie, I thought that was the best film yeah. uh, of all yeah. of them. And and I like the whole, you know, Adrian was in a coma for a while, which limited her screen time, which I really liked. And, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe Balboa is my favorite because Adrian's not in it. I don't know. Adrian's dead. I could just say it. she's not in it. Like she's in on vacation, a spa. She's dead. <laughs> Tally Shire actually like put up a fight about that one. She Did was, she? She said, can't you even put me in the beginning, like, you know, and then I die or something. And Stallone was like, what do you want me to, like, carry you up the church steps or something? So he was like, yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> that's pretty funny. I tell you, her relationship with Stallone and Francis Ford Coppola has netted her a career. It's yeah. unbelievable. She, uh, she's a that's terrible That's all she was in. She can't even deliver, yes. like, like Rocky Three. She's like, yay. And then you're going to do it. <laughs> it's like some of the worst, worst acting. So she was okay in Godfather 2 when she, mm-hmm. she was being kind of like the crazy Connie when she brought right. um, Merle to the uh, communion, or I think it was this communion party. She was okay in that. Uh, let me just look. I got IMDb up. What else has she been in besides what is uh, Coppola? Her uncle, her cousin, her brother? I forget what I it is. I don't even know. I don't even know. I know yeah, she does, like Geico commercials now. 
right? Isn't she no. like? I think so. She's in a Geico commercial. Get out of here. I think so. I know there's commercial with her, and I think that's what it is. I did not know that. I, so I, I you're hope you're up, wrong. I'll, I'll rip through my movies. Uh, so two is two. I go with one as three. I do like that one. Um, then Creed, the first mm-hmm. one. Then Rocky Four. Then three. Wow. The second Creed, and then Rocky Five. Wow, you're putting three and four pretty low. You know what it is? It's it. I like the fights in that, and I'll watch the training montages constantly. You know, like if they're on, like mm-hmm. you know, even if I'm like riding the Peloton, I'll throw on the training montages just just because I'm that guy. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> get my headband on and you know go. Um, yeah, but the movies themselves are definitely the worst ones, other than five. And five could have been a decent story, um, yeah, but yep. it was just mm-hmm. it was terrible in execution. So they get points off for that. And I think Here's, uh, go ahead. no, I think Rocky Four. Like people love that. Like I know that's my brother's favorite one, and we argue about that constantly. That four mm-hmm. should be number one, but it's really just you know opening montage, Creed fights, weird robot first, then Creed fights, <laughs> then you know. <laughs> Creed dies, training montage, Adrian, you can't win. And then the fight. It is really just like fight, fight, fight. You know, there's there's no story to it, really. But how many montages in that movie? It's got to be three, right? Um, I mean, there's the one, one where he's driving, no driving. easy way out. Yep. Then there's the training one in Russia. Yep, there's two trainings in Russia. That's right. So there's yeah. a three. Is there a fourth one is the question now? I don't remember. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, l- let me give you my thoughts on this. And, and just before I do, I'm, I'm on IMDb for Italia Shire. Okay. And I go, oh, shit. She was in The Departed. Uh, that's a big movie. Yeah. No, no, she wasn't. It's The Deported. I, I, the I misread my mouth. So <laughs> it's not the same movie. Sorry. It's great. I mean, she's worked for her whole career. But literally, anything besides Rocky or The Godfather, I've never heard of. Right. Never. Never, never, never. She was in Cold Heaven and Bed and Breakfast in between, uh, right after Rocky Five. Never heard of so there you go. any of that. She was in Rad. Wow. Hyper Sapien. People from another. She's woof, woof. Okay. Um, now, here's my thought. I, I have agreed with your take on this for a long time. Um, but the more I think about it and the more my attention span gets shorter, mm-hmm. as much of the story of Rocky One and Two is definitely a story and a movie with a beginning, middle, and end, yep. um, I find a lot of it to be filler and distraction. The whole, the whole um, Adrian in the hospital thing in two takes fucking forever. It does. I mean, that's it's longer a than long I chunk it. of the movie. Yeah, I agree with that. Oh my God, just wake up or die. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and then, um, uh, and even in one, a lot of the buildup, like it, it's almost hard to understand. Like again, and this goes to Stallone's acting as a writer. You don't even see their relationship like advance or progress you don't even know why he's interested in her. Like you have no reason to think that this guy would want to want to be with her. Right. There's nothing. He comes into the pet store and tells jokes every day. That's it. And why is he wasting his time? I don't know. She doesn't respond. I don't. You barely even hear her voice. Wearing those dumb glasses. Yeah. I, I just. I, I. Whatever. So while I do agree that one and two are probably among the best of the movies. Mm-hmm. 
if we're talking about what I want to watch, I find three to be terrific. I mean, as bad as Mr. T might be in the ring, the Clubberland character is amazing. The Love whole it. scene at the press conference, mm-hmm. you know, telling uh, Adrian, you know, show her a good time, wants to bring her yep. home, calling her woman. <laughs> um, the first fight, I mean, and, and all those awkward camera things they do when they're boxing, like, you know, uh, with Clubber, when he's winning the second fight, uh, Rocky is, and they show him talking to the camera. Obviously, no one's in front of him but the camera. Right. But those scenes when Mr. T is throwing punches at the camera, yeah. it's it's terrifying. Like, it is yeah. a terrifying picture to watch Mr. T in his prime throw a punch straight at the TV screen. I find that to be probably the one of the better movies to watch and enjoy. And, you know, I, I agree with you about four. Four is not a movie. Four is like a, it's like a hype video um, with montages thrown in. And I'm okay um, with that. Yeah. I'm okay with yep. that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just, it can't be one of the best. I, I think um, Creed was really, really good. I might put that in my top three or four, uh, maybe top three. I mean, it's really, it's it's a good movie. It's good characters. It's, yep. it's a good angle. I don't know if the timeline works out that well exactly, but it certainly, uh, it certainly works out for me in terms of being a movie. But um, I, I've, man, five, awful. I one and two have fallen for me a lot on my top eight list. I get it. Um, it's a different era. They're they're much longer. Yeah, and you, yep. and you're right with yep. that. Um, three, the only I have a lot of nitpicks with three. There's so many little mistakes in it. You know, like when mm-hmm. he has that like flashback or flash forward actually of him getting punched. Like when before he starts training, like mm-hmm. you know he's like banging in the mirror and stuff. And yes, <laughs> uh, you know he sees like Clubber Lang hitting him, and he's got the red, white, and blue shorts on you know, in that mm-hmm. little thing, he didn't get them yet. You know, like those are the little things in three that <laughs> annoy me. And there's a bunch of other little nitpicks in it that bother me. So, you know, yeah. that's, that's where I'm at with that. Yeah. I, I understand that. Yeah. He got sloppy. He got sloppy. Uh, I, I understand. That was the beginning of a downward spiral spiral. What, what else has he written? Do we know what else he has written besides Rocky? Didn't he do um, the sequel to Saturday night fever? Like, didn't he write that? Oh, or maybe I he directed think- that? I, it's one or both. Yeah. Um, you're right. I think that was a Stallone production. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I don't think they let him write, write anything else. Yeah, I'm not sure. I can't imagine. I'll look it up as we go. Um, maybe he wrote Cobra. That would make sense. That would. If Rambo. he wrote Cobra. He, he must have, you know, did the screenplay for Rambo. I know Rambo was a book, but, or, you know, the, the sequels after the first one, he must have written those. Yeah, I could see him adapting something. That'd be probably easier yeah. for him to adapt than anything else. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, oh, he wrote the screenplay based on the novel to Cobra. There you go. That's one. Let me see. They break his filmography down by right. Let's see his writing credits. They're making the Expendables four, if you can believe it. I'll be honest. I didn't see any of the first three. But he's writing the fourth. All right. Let me just look for. Stallone. I know we're probably jumping into territory we want to save, but this is uh, this is too important now. Uh, <laughs> Creed two. There we go. Uh, Expendables. Expendables. Rambo from 08. Rocky yep. Balboa from 06. He wrote Cliffhanger. That's a big gap though between yeah. Cliff, Cliffhanger and something else is almost ten years. Rocky yeah, nobody five, wanted to Rambo work with him after a while. Yeah, well, yeah. Rambo oh, over the top. He wrote <laughs> Rhinestone, staying alive, very good. First another, blood. We got to rank Stallone movies at some point in oh another episode. I mean, I'm looking at this list. This is rough because I'd go, this... I'd go hardcore for over the top. I love over the top. <laughs> <laughs> 
man. All right, let me throw this one other thing at you now. I think we're All kind right. of establishing a we kind of lost our point actually, but let's get back to this. Yeah, we'll refocus. I'm gonna Here give we go. you, yeah, back to Rocky being a good fighter. Let, let me give you this. I'm gonna make the point that I think Apollo Creed was, if not washed up, getting there when he fought him in one and two. And you can say in one, he wasn't prepared, didn't take it seriously. Um, but in two, this guy is clearly in the back end of his career. So what mm-hmm. we know is he was a champion, one of the yep. greats of all time, a title you don't get when you're 23 or 25. Number two, um, in the second film, when he loses to Rocky, from as far as we can tell, that's it. He retires. That he knocks him out of the game. Yep. So, again, he's not a young man, most likely. He, if he had a second run in him, even if it was a run just to, you know, make some money and, and, and mm-hmm. you know, reestablish his cred, he doesn't take it. He goes off into the sunset. So I don't necessarily know. And, and also, one last thing, just to take um, uh, Mickey's point from Rocky Three. I mean, he got comfortable. He got civilized, Apollo. Mm-hmm. You saw how he was dressed and how he was living in one oh, and yeah. two. He didn't have the eyes of the tiger anymore either. It's funny. He kind of pointed that out to Rocky in three. And yep. it was probably him in one and two. Yep. So I, I don't know if his signature victory, I guess, besides Drago or his initial victory, I wouldn't say it's not impressive, but I don't think it indicates that that should be looked at as, as he was such an all-time great fighter, Rocky, you know, beating somebody in the back end of his career. That's a great point, and I completely agree with it. You know, Rocky's like in, I forget what, he, he's like in his mid-30s in Rocky 1, right? It, it, he's not a young guy either. Um, right. And you're right, Apollo was clearly, I said before that he wasn't prepped for the first fight, but that second fight, he went hardcore mm-hmm. and still couldn't get the job done, and Rocky actually beats him in that one. Um, you know, so it's a great point, and you can't say Rocky's a good fighter based on the Creed victory at all um right and then the subsequent 10 title defenses you know big yank ball big chuck smith i mean all those guys you know a lot of bigs um the european champion that he knocks out um <laughs> i mean mickey's go. quote was i ain't been carrying you i protected you that's right and it was to the point where rocky it looked like he had a, a moment of clarity in that scene when he even thought for a second that the fights were fixed yeah oh and yeah yeah, and he's like, oh, shit, he fixed yep. the fights. So that was even a, a plausible possibility in his mind. And then at least he kind of finds out that he won those matches. And, and according right. to Mickey, they were good fighters. But, um, I mean, he protected him for all those defenses. So he yep. beats an all-time great, Apollo Creed, uh, at the back end of his career in his that's last like two La- fights. That's like Larry Holmes beating Muhammad Ali, right? <laughs> right. I don't know if it's that far along. But, you know, clearly Creed is modeled after Ali in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So I don't know if it's like that far along. Um, And it's not a great comparison because Holmes was an all time great, too, Um, Mm -hmm. where we're debating whether Rocky's even a good fighter. So I agree. (laughs) So he he takes down uh, end of his career, Apollo Creed. Um, He beats 10 okay fighters, just number one contender, kind of Joe Schmoes. Uh, He loses to Lang. Yep. In a fight, and of course, you know, you can point to the behind-the-scenes stuff, Mickey dying or getting injured before the fight, not being prepared, being too civilized. Uh, then he does beat Lang. Yep. And then he has the Drago fight, and and that's that's pretty much it. I mean, I, I don't know if you can look at that body of work and say this guy is an amazing fighter. I, I just, especially with this whole second career beginning in his early to mid-30s. I mean, that's right. just, uh, I mean, you would think that if there was a way for him to get out of that basement in spite of Rico, it would have happened long before they needed a, a white Italian guy to, to fit a role. Right. 
And I think that's probably the point of the, all the films too. I don't, I don't think anyone can say he's a great fighter. I think he's a terrible fighter who, you know, like you said, opportunity came. Um, he mm -hmm. took advantage of it. That's a good thing. Mm -hmm. And then he was prepared really well once Mickey was gone. <laughs> once Mickey died. Mickey protected him. But, uh, you know, you probably owe that whole, you know, those last couple of fights, those victories to Duke. Yeah. Yeah. Duke is huge. I wonder what Duke's background is. I was looking at Mickey. Mickey was like uh, 23 and won his career or something like that. Um, I wonder if they have uh, what's Duke's last name? Uh, Duke Evers, Tony Duke Evers. Oh, I looked up the actual actor here on, on I'm on a Rocky, a Rocky wiki. Yeah, I've been reading. <laughs> You've been perusing the Rocky wiki. We have any information you, why well, you have it first? Yeah, on, I have it. Uh, it's just, uh, I'm scrolling through quickly. Duke returned 20 years later. I'd like to know if he and then uh, little Duke for anybody besides little Duke. Um, little Duke. That's right. Trains uh, Creed in in the second one. That's um, I think the guy was in the wire. Oh that's yeah, yeah. I recognize him from. I forget what character he played. I think he was the original main guy. Uh, they don't give you much about his career here. I assume nah. there'd be something here. That's nah, too big. They give you a Mickey's career. Oh, here we go. Biography. Oh, there's little known about Duke's early life, only that he began his boxing career in the late 50s and fought yep. until the late 60s. His last... Oh, I didn't know this. Did I miss this in a movie? Duke's last ever fight was against a young Apollo Creed? That's got to be made up. I don't remember ever hearing that. Ever. It says here, Creed sought out Duke after their fight, asking him if he liked to train him. Duke thought for a moment, but ultimately agreed, helping him generate a 48-0 record and claim the heavyweight championship. There's a citation here. It might be just for the record, though. I don't know if it's for. It's, it's Rocky Legends Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's, that's a crazy ever place. been mentioned, but if it were mentioned, it'd be mentioned in one somewhere. Yes, it would be. You would think that would be the case. You're right. Yeah. I mean, unless it could have came up later on, maybe when he's training Rocky. Oh, in four, like that whole, you know, he was like a son to me. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they're sitting know. around the uh, fire in Siberia and they're chit-chatting. Right. I, I don't know. That's that's <laughs> that's tough. That's interesting. I, I wish I knew if that was true. I I, I could spawn might a whole just new be franchise. Creative. The Duke series. That would be great. Young Duke. Young Duke. I mean, you know, this, this fan fiction stuff that's out there. It could be just someone yeah. created this and has now been accepted as fact. Yeah, I think so. Because I don't remember that in any movie. And I've seen those movies far too often. Wow, that's so. interesting. All right, so we're saying that a much more pivotal character and even making this debate possible is Duke. That yeah. without Duke, there's a good chance that this podcast doesn't even happen because we can definitively answer the question, Rocky was not a good fighter. He got a lucky punch or two and took a beating from much better boxes. Yeah, much better I mean, boxes. even though how he won the title, he gets up at the last second. You know, like he's down right. and, you know, that whole dramatic mm -hmm. thing. So, you know, yeah, he threw the punch that knocked them both down. But, you mm -hmm. know, let's play it out where Duke never gets to him. Apollo doesn't come mm -hmm. to him after the length fight. He's done after the length fight. That's, That's it. it. You're 100% right. Over. He's not seeking anybody out. Mickey's dead. He's done. And then the whole legend lives there. And it becomes just one of those things. It was a yep. pop-up for a few minutes. 
Exactly. That's interesting. That's really interesting. Duke is the key to everything. I think we just solved the whole franchise in that. Duke was, <laughs> Duke was the key to every single thing. Oh, man. Imagine. They should do it. That would be a great series. I tell you, Duke is great, man. Duke has been terrific. He's been a, yep. a, every corner he's in, all the reaction shots. I always like Duke's better. Paulie's a, a – we can talk about Paulie for a minute. While we're doing this Rocky thing, can we talk about Paulie? Yeah. What the fuck's up with Paulie? I mean, really, what, what purpose does he serve? I know in one, he's the angry, drunken brother. He kind of helps get them together. He has yeah. a foil. He has a purpose. But why is supposedly a heavyweight great putting this asshole in his corner at every match? So the backstory, and it's explained in one, when Rocky was younger, Paulie was the one that stopped him from getting his ass kicked. Like okay. Paulie would knock people out that were going after Rocky. Interesting. But that's according to Paulie. Rocky doesn't dispute it. Mm. Um, but that's according to Paulie. So that that's really where it's at. And I I guess you know, Rocky, when you first, you know, meet him in the first movie, he's this like lonely, solitary character, you know. Right. So Paulie's his one friend. And then oh, and plus gets, the the mobster he works for. Right. He has that's to meet right. him once Gazzle. in a while. <laughs> right. Um uh, that's still that 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 explains something. But I don't think it explains enough and there's, of his role. And there's different Paulies. So, like, in the odd movies, Paulie's a total dick. And then in two and <laughs> two and four, he's actually, like, a decent human being. Like, if you look at his, like... That's interesting. You know, in two, he's, you know, he gets the job. You know, he, he gets Rocky's old job collecting. He's staying with mm -hmm. Adrian. He's doing all this stuff. Um, and then in four, you know, he's like a clown, but, you know, falling in the snow and everything. But never really gives the nice little speech to Rocky. Mm -hmm. And then even in Balboa, he goes through like half the movie. He's he's a dick, and then the other half, mm -hmm. you know, he he turns out alright. So he's just even his character is unstable from movie to movie. Are we going to address the fact that he had an affair with a robot? <laughs> I mean, that's what was hinted at, right? I mean, that's yeah, one of the worst worst pieces, and actually, that might be the worst moments in the Rocky series. Maybe even yeah. worse than Tommy Gunn. The robot. That's saying a lot. Yeah. The robot was terrible. Terrible. <laughs> it served no purpose. Uh, terrible. Talk about filler. In a movie right. that is like a, you know, a 20 minute hype video, like you said, they have the robot in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's comic relief. Oh, man. He is an awful writer. Jesus. What this series could have been with the real writer would have been great. It could have been eight creeds. Yeah. As opposed to one Creed, two decent movies, yeah. um, and and then the rest. And, and again, listen, they were all enjoyable, but it's just it could have been a lot more. Exactly. Exactly. I'd like to see an Apollo. We forget Duke. We can do an Apollo series. Apollo's 48-0 before he fights Rocky. I mean, it's, he's one I'd of the greatest of all time. Yep. Love to see it. I, I think it, it would make for a great series, um, you know, because mm -hmm. you, you're setting it in the 60s and 70s. Right. Right. right, where he's doing most of his work, civil rights, he's African American champion. There's a lot to, there's a lot of meat on that bone, for sure. That's interesting. I don't know if you could do it without Creed. I don't know if you could do a prequel to a epilogue. I, I'm not sure if it even works at this point. All right, so have we solved this question? Are we going to say it definitively? Do you want to give it? What, what, are, what are you saying here about Rocky? It, Is he a good fighter? It hurts to say, but no, he wasn't. No. Um, but what he did bring was that whole, you know, underdog thing and, you know, yeah. taking the beating and taking your, like, taking your shot when you get it, you know? 
Yeah. He made, the most, he made the most out of his opportunity. And then he luckily got in with Duke, who extended that <laughs> run a little bit. <laughs> right. I mean, the, the, you're very right about the whole Mickey time and the strategy of just getting his ass kicked and just yeah. not staying down. That's all it comes down to. Uh, I, I got to agree with you wholeheartedly. He was not a good fighter at all. No. I mean, not, maybe not at all. That's the right thing to say. But he, he certainly wouldn't be among the greats. I mean, yeah. if you put him versus Apollo in their primes, I don't see how he lasts more than three rounds in that one. No. Apollo's going to put him on his ass. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. I mean, again, he could take a punch. Right. He could right. take a, a lot of so he might he might, you know, go the distance, but definitely not win anything. Right. Yeah. All right. We're solving problems here. Solving the world's yeah. problems. I think episode two, we haven't discussed this, but I think we have to make it either major league centric or godfather centric. Um, I think our major league question was about if the Indians are a good team or not. And that's I, I think right for decision making. That's a tough one. Yeah. And um uh, I think our what if question was for the Godfather was what was going to happen after three? What would Andy Garcia become as um, as Don of the family? Would he be able to replicate? And I have a lot of opinions on that. Andy Garcia's character in that movie. Yeah. I have a lot of it's, issues. For that one, I'm just going to say hi and then just say, okay, talk. <laughs> Maybe for that one, I asked the question. <laughs> yeah. That's like a tough one. one. Godfather to you is Rocky to me. <laughs> Listen, I think when we first met, you hadn't seen The Godfather for a long time. When did you first watch The Godfather? Was it like five years ago? Yeah, five, six years ago. Ish. Yeah. 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 That's difficult. That's I've difficult. Since seen it about 10 times. So. Yes. That, thank God for A&E and long weekends. Yeah. If they just exactly. put it on a loop. <laughs> All right. This has been a lot of fun. And yeah. I think, we're again, we're solving problems here. So we're going to give this a run. We'll do it again next week. And then we'll, we'll talk more about movies that you've gotten wrong. Not you personally the general public has gotten wrong with their opinions because they just get too lost in the hype. That's right. All right, sir. Thank you very much. This has been episode one of For Your Reconsideration, and we'll uh, join you next week, and we'll reconsider some more stuff. Thanks for listening.